Wow. All right. Welcome to the first episode of Two Player Split Screen. It is our new video game podcast under our Six Pack Media Collective. You may be familiar with us if you've been listening to the first few episodes of our sports podcast, The 51 Yard Line. This is something completely different. Um, it's just going to be all about video games, all about video game news, all about geeky shit that you love and that you love to hate. So, I am one of your hosts, Tyler Berry, and to my left, my co-host, the mysterious fifth member of our collective, Blake Schultz. Blake, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, man. Thanks uh. for, uh... You know, having me on seems wrong to say since I'm your co-host. I was going to say, you are <laughs> co-host of this podcast. Right? I'm not waved. having you on anything. You are part of this. <laughs> I also waved instinctively, even though it's an audio podcast. It's okay. You'll Good you'll start. You'll get used to it. Oh, <laughs> uh, wow. Um, I was I was thinking we were going to do this a few hours earlier, but, you know, no, sometimes careers get in the way. <laughs> it's barely, first of all, it's barely a career. Well, okay, barely <laughs> a career. <laughs> this part-time thing I'm doing. So, basically, the format that we're going for on this podcast is that Blake and I always get into debates, to conversations via text, via email, via Facebook, via our mouths about everything going on in the gaming world. And we just had so many opinions, we were like, hey, we should just do what we're doing with the sports podcast and just do it with video games. So... Each week, we're going to bring a couple topics each to the table, just discuss them for a few minutes, and uh, go from there. But today is a special inaugural episode, because you and I both have very heated opinions about a certain video game developer. You mean Nintendo? I mean Nintendo. Abusive, alcoholic father of our video game lives? Sure, yeah, if that's if that's what we want to describe it as. I don't really know from that experience, but yeah, that's let's go with that. I imagine that that's kind of what it's like, because you're like, I just want to love you and remember the good days, you know. Yeah, but no. But really, it, you just get hit a few times, that's and then ve- you walk back. And then you continue going back. Go back in. I just, Wow. Well, that was morbid, but uh, let's let's get right into it, man. We have a lot to talk about. A lot of blunders Nintendo's been been just throwing at us lately, and it's really kind of hard to to keep wanting to love them, port them, and care. So, uh, what do you think we should start with? What uh, so, what are you what are you thinking about? Well, I wanted to start just to give like obviously everybody who's listening to this is aware of what and who Nintendo is because I I would certainly hope. I so. imagine they're. Disney for gaming. You know the brand, you know right. what they're about, you get the sense of what it is. That's accurate. But like to that credit still, it makes my point stronger that they did so much for everything across the board. First off, they saved video games after E.T. and the Atari and that disaster. And yeah. everyone was like, this is done. And no one's ever going to want to buy this shit anymore. Nintendo rolls up and is like, what if we made Super Mario Brothers and Duck Hunt and everything else? So right off the bat, they're everything for what we have now in current gaming and just like just the time that we both grew up like you're 26 25 25 yeah you're 25 i'm 24 like we both were 90s kids like i don't know about you but like nintendo those are the systems i grew up with like i was four years old and like game boy was my first handheld game boy was my first system period and then like i turned seven and got the n64 for christmas like that is where 
that is the reason we're Nintendo is the reason we're doing this podcast right. right now. Without Nintendo, like I wouldn't have any reference for what video games are. Right. No, it's the origin story of our geekdom. Absolutely. Yeah. It's that's that's a great way to put it. That's a fantastic journey. way to put it. You're ab- <laughs> you're absolutely right. But the thing about it is, is they're just they're alienating everyone who has the same story that we do. They're alienating all right. of the consumer base these days that grew up with them, that grew up in the 90s, that that played Super Mario World for the first time on the SNES, that right. that played all the various Mario games on the original Game Boy, that, that got 120 stars on Super Mario 64 for the first time. Right. Like, th- it's the people- I miss that Nintendo, because now... For so many reasons that we're going to get into, it just feels like they're not treating us well at all. No, there's no, there's very, it feels like there's very little respect. It feels, and yeah. we, which wouldn't, it would bother me, but it wouldn't bother, like if Microsoft was doing like some of the similar things, I'd be like, whatever, they're a giant conglomerate that hits every single demographic they need and they have all this money and they don't fucking care about me because I'm, I'm a number, I'm a binary code, I'm, oh. I'm just one, like, I'm a sell to them. Right? right. But Nintendo is, like, they kind of need me to keep supporting them. Well, especially now. Right. And so I'm like, I don't understand why, and we'll get into all of it, but I don't understand why things like Amiibos or mm-hmm. the new 3DS mm-hmm. or even just the games they put out, it doesn't feel like they care about the people that are still supporting them that they need because not everybody is buying one of their systems anymore. No. It feels like... It's like PlayStation, like Sony and Microsoft are the cool older brother and the younger brother who's following in the footsteps of the cool older brother. And then Nintendo is like the crotchety old dad that's like, turn that music down, you hood rats. Why are all of these people talking during my online video game experience? It's, they're just... And this even this can harken all the way back to the release of the Wii back in 06. Like as as well received as that system was by casual audiences, they completely just stopped caring. They completely just forgot about anything that hardcore gamers, quote unquote hardcore gamers cared about. Like I mean, they were still in 480p, for God's sakes. And not that that's the end-all, be-all of, like, resolution is not the end-all, be-all of a good game. But at the same time, it's like, was there even DVD support on that thing? No. No, there wasn't even DVD support on that thing. The original Xbox had DVD support. Right. But that's, and that's a perfect example, too, of 480p, and it's like, no, that doesn't define a good game. No, of course not. There are plenty of dog shit games that are in 1080p. 30 and there's plenty of great games that came out on the Wii that were in 480p like right. it's not the end all be all but it's an example of them going here's what's become the industry standard and not even necessarily the industry standard but here's what mm-hmm. people expect and what they want because I bought sure. this nice HDTV because that's becoming that's industry standard right and them just going nah you don't need it it what it really feels like is you're like the the kid on the block who everybody gets like the Furby, mm-hmm. and your dad's like, have a raggedy Ann. That's what we used in my day, and we got by just fine. But what's funny is like back in the day, that was like, it's like you were the cool kid who got the Nintendo, 
and you were the weird kid that got the Sega Master System. Right. Exactly. <laughs> or the TurboGrafx-16. Yeah. Or the TurboGrafx-16. <laughs> yeah. It's like the roles have reversed. It's weird. It's just... And, like, let's just... Yeah, let's start getting into the reasons why. Like, you, you brought up Amiibos. Like, let's start there. Something that we thought was going to be the coolest, most innovative thing that Nintendo's done in years, and in, in certain it, ways mm. it is, but in certain it, ways... They're just completely messing everything up. And what what's really funny to me about Amiibos still, or Amiibo, you know what, no, it's Amiibos. No, Amiibos, you, we're calling them Amiibos. You made up a word, and you don't get to decide, oh, the plural, it's, you know what, it's exactly what Nintendo would do, though, because everybody has HD graphics, yep. and everybody put S's at the end of their plurals, yep. so Nintendo went, well, we don't need an S, it's Amiibo, because we know that everybody's going to buy 10 of them, because we didn't put enough out there to make you need it. Because now we're just drilling into the addictive part of your brain because we're so poor. And it is just that. It's addictive, dude. But it's fr it's the most frustrating addiction I think I've ever had. It's not... It's starting to not become fun and becoming to just be like... When I had to wake up on Saturday at 7.15 in the morning log on to my phone or log on to my computer and go to amazon.uk just so i could pre-order charizard and wario and then text subsequently text you right away to be like oh my god blake you can pre-order two out of the what eight six out of the six wave four on amazon.uk and spend an extra eight dollars on each of them based on exchange rates and shipping like right. As happy as I was in the moment to get those two characters reserved, no matter what happens once the U.S. pre-orders go up, I had to stop and look at myself in the mirror and be like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, why, why am I taking all of this extra effort, waking up at 7 in the morning, disturbing my girlfriend who's still, like, sleeping in bed, right. just so I can pre-order two figures because I feel like I need them because my collection doesn't look complete. Because, like, you, because you play video games and you need to get 100%. That's what it is. Because Nintendo's been doing this to us since Mario 64. You need right. those extra 10 stars so you can go see Yoshi on the top. And now we always need the completed thing. So all we're doing with these amiibos is trying to one day see Yoshi at the top. Yes. Like That's basically what, what your analogy yeah. is getting at. But the problem is... We don't know that he's there. We don't know... And we don't know... Not that we don't know that he's there. We don't know when he's going to be there. Right. Like, think about well, Skylanders and think about Disney Infinity. They've been going on for a while, and they just keep going and keep going. Right. And I don't... I, I assume well, neither of them are going anywhere because they sell so well. On both of those notes, like, Skylanders, I haven't played or looked at. I finally had to play a little bit of Disney Infinity this last week. And I was like, oh, this entire game is designed around these toys. Sure. You get a level, you get a story, and then you put in Spider-Man and Nova and Guardians of the Galaxy, and you mm -hmm. play as these characters. And I was like, oh, cool. It's basically, you can make the argument that it's extortion, but you could also make the argument that it's DLC that comes with the toy. Yeah. Where Nintendo is like, it's, it's the same thing it always is. It's one step forward and two steps back. It's, oh, you can make an AI character in Super Smash Brothers that you can train. That's almost really fucking cool. It's halfway to being like... It was cool until they started making it 
which obviously they did from right off the bat, they started making it super hard to find certain characters. Like, right. why would... And to me, and so, I, I've said yeah. this to you a thousand times, but yeah. I, we've obviously never talked about it here, but sure. to me that just goes, we discontinued Marth, We Fit Trainer, and Villager, which tells me that there is no future plan to use those three characters ever again. Which is the which, most ironic, which doesn't make sense to me, because how are you not going to make an Animal Crossing Wii U? Those games sell really well. Or like, or even what you mean, Project Steam has already been like, well, now we need to bring Marth back because holy shit, we want to make Fire Emblem skins with this. And I'm like, well, now you guys are just, I don't even know what it would be, but you're just kind of being like, we're going to discontinue it until it's useful. And that's another fuck you to collectors like us because you bought a Marth, right? Yeah. How much did you pay for it? $23 on eBay. That's that's really good. I, I paid $32 for mine. And keep in mind that was back in December. Like, I don't think you bought yours until after the announcement. No, recently, yeah. you bought yours after the announcement that they were gonna bring it back, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I bought mine before, so I paid a little bit more markup on it. I still got a decent deal on it, but it's just like that's kind of a fuck you to collectors because you're like, well, we're not bringing this. Excuse me, we're not bringing this back. Oh wait, uh, we're bringing it back, but all of you already have it, and you spend entirely too much money on right. it. Well, and it's, you know, and it's a weird thing because, like, some toy stuff I get. Like, I have all of those, like, 90s Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They redid them with all the animatron- animatronics. Oh, yeah. All the- yeah, and they're great. Yeah, for sure. And it's like, when that comes out, they're like, we're going to do four of these. It's special. They're going to be 20 bucks a pop. And then we're going to be done in, like, a few months. And that I get. That I totally 100% am I don't like, oh. mind limited runs of things. Right. It's, it's not That's not where the problem lies. The difference here is you're basically telling me invest $12 in Mario and you can use Mario in Smash, in mm-hmm. Mario Kart, in Mario Party. Oh, but wait, but wait. But, but, but before we get to that, yeah. so you're telling me I'm going to invest $12 into one of these toys. Fine. Now you have to prove to me that I'm going to use that over and over and over and over and over again. So when you tell me I'm going to invest 12 bucks to have a, an AI run around next to me that I can't use for anything outside, I want to fight my own AI, it's worthless. Yeah. So, like, unless you're me and you're just like, it's a cool figure, there's no real point in it. That's true. And then what you're about to say, so with Mario Party, all of a sudden, they're just like, well, we're going to redo a Super Mario run, yada, yada, yada. But also, this is going to erase the the amiibo you just finished training. Right. So now that so and and my I keep being like, oh, this is an easy any other system easy solution because I get it. You're not mm-hmm. going to put twenty gigs on an amiibo figure. You're not. That's true. So fine, sure. You can't have all of it on one thing at a time. But you've got to create some kind of Back like proprietary save. Yeah, exactly. That's cloud. exactly what I was trying to say. Yeah. Now this will actually is a perfect segue into what I'm about to talk about. Mm-hmm. Linked accounts, something else. So on Xbox Live, I can download all of these things. On the PSN, I can download mm-hmm. all of these things. If I if my system breaks, I get a new one. I can just re-download it. If anything happens, I can re-download it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, on the PS5, if they let you, you can re-download everything. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yada, yada yada. With Nintendo, with and anything else, I should be able to be like, oh, my Mario Amiibo is saved to the the cloud. It's just up there with everything else. If I need to bring it back down and put on Smash, it just puts Mario Party in the cloud and brings Smash down. Why is that complicated? It's not. <laughs> like, but that go- and that go- that stems right back to my crotchety old father comment right. who's like... It, it's like... It's like mini discs on I GameCube. Don't, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> hilarious. But uh, it, I just don't understand how you can see all of these things working so well uh, via the via the PlayStation Network, via Xbox Live, and 
they're working so well that they can get away charging money for them and people are fine with it. Right. How are you not seeing the potential in doing more things like this right. Like on Nintendo systems? Like, even going as far as, like, just better integrated voice chat like it's the simplest thing mm. it's why it's why ign mm. calls their their nintendo nintendo uh, voice podcast, chat, nintendo because, voice chat. Hilarious. because they're making fun of the fact that especially back on the original wii nintendo had no oh good voice chat and Nothing. they still it's still it's not it's still Which, bad so what oh i can talk to you in the lobby of right. a mario kart game so, oh gee and, and fantastic a perfect, a perfect story of this and i mean like and never and i think everybody who played video games it would always be a thing of like let's play a game and catch up we'll play mario yeah. kart and we'll our minds will be somewhere else and we'll talk about whatever it is mm-hmm. that's all we sure. did in high school so me and my buddy dan from high school he still lives in illinois i'm obviously out here in california Mario Kart comes out and one day he hits me up and he's like let's play we haven't talked in forever and I'm like yeah let's do that let's just do some races and we'll talk and we get in the lobby and I'm like so what's going on man oh not much you know I I got married boom five minute race you were saying you got married yeah I'm also working at Motorola oh my god that's so cool man tell me all about five minutes later what were we talking like why it's 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 absurd to me now you have a game like Splatoon coming out. Can't wait, which by the way. Requi- it doesn't require, but it should require, if I'm playing with anybody, if it's you, me, and the guys, if it's you, me, and two other people, if it's me and three random people, I want to communicate. That's one of, of the course. few places. It's a co-op game. Right. None. None. It, this has come out recently. It boggles my mind. None. I know. It boggles I, my mind, dude. I saw that. Like, what? Do, are we just going to fucking Skype chat the entire time Wait, while we're I playing this game? You? Like, come on, dude. Hey, Tyler, I'm about to... Oh, that we're dead Even, in the game. You know over. what? And that brings up another point. Even if you don't want to have dedicated voice chat, how about just how about just letting us do what Xbox does? Let me snap, let me snap Skype while right. I'm playing this game. And then it this it serves the same exact purpose. Right. Let me just snap Skype on my Wii U, talk to you right. on Skype while we're playing this game. We don't even and need we don't even need integrated voice chat in the actual with, game. With Splatoon, it's it's especially frustrating to me because right now why make why make a co-op multiplayer game that won't allow you to communicate in game? Right. It well, doesn't there, make any sense. That and in like a broader scope, we're so limited now mm-hmm. to like and i know there's all like the indie games going on and there's a ton of new ips before i say what i'm gonna say it, it's gonna sound like i'm like oh, it's old sequels and reboots no no, no. but I like you. we finally have like a new exciting especially nintendo property because their last original ip was pikmin in 2000 what one i'm pretty sure oh you mean their last original new ip yes, like, yes yeah, yeah, original yeah, yeah, yeah. new no. ip i might be was mistaken it? i'm pretty sure it was pikmin that wow! I'm ninety percent sure. So sound off in the comments if I'm wrong, and we'll correct it later. Does but does high? Well, no. no Hyrule Warriors like wouldn't count. No. Yeah. Okay. No, you're right. Yeah. Wow. That. Oh right. my God. I right. hadn't thought about. So that. so we finally that's have this insane new to me. thing that's a pretty fourteen well, years ago. Fourteen years ago, this relatively new departure for Nintendo. If you think no, of something, uh, mm-hmm. Xenoblade Chronicles, right? No, but Xenoblade was an older game too. Like you had Xenoblade oh, and Xenogears and everything. You're right. Yeah. I'm um, trying to help them out, but it's not working. But it's They're, not. You're, you're right. Really you're, you're absolutely right. <laughs> I mean, um, so it's like, 
you have this new thing that's kind of a departure where you're yeah. like, oh my god, online co-op. Oh my god, it's kind of a shooter. Oh my god, it looks so new and fun and like Nintendo. It's like when Pixar makes a new thing. Yeah. And that familiar animation comes on and you're like, this is going to be amazing. This is going to be so much fun. By the way, you're all mute. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's just, it's like I said, it's mind-boggling to me. Like, And to go back, because I, I know I opened up another thing, but this account thing is starting to piss me off. I want my DS and my Wii U to be linked to a point where if I download Super Mario Brothers 3 or Link to the Past or Link's Awakening, it's everywhere. Forever. For the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. Because I'm tired of buying the same game over and over and over and over and over again for five bucks. And and I get it. Like Somebody brought up a good point to me when I was going on this rant a few days ago where they Mm -hmm. were like, well, you know, they don't have GBA support on the 3DS. Okay, well, first of all, that's stupid because on my Ambassador Club certificate, since I bought a 3DS before they tanked the price, yeah. you gave me Game Boy Advance games. So obviously they run on this system. So now when the GBA stuff came up for the Wii U, I was like, amazing. I'm totally going to buy some GBA games. Right. 80% of those were what I already had on my 3DS from that Ambassador certificate. And I was like, okay, guys, great. Now link my account so I can just play Advance Wars on my Wii U or my 3DS. Why is that complicated? My iPhone has been doing it since 2009. I wanna, I wanna cut in for one second because we've been, we've already been ranting for about 21 minutes about the things that they're doing wrong. I wanna clarify, like, especially recently with the Wii U, like my my love, my absolute love for Nintendo has definitely rekindled. Like they do a lot of things right. They do. I I. I bought that. I bought a 3DS from you last year, and right. I adored it. I adored playing. I adored playing Pokemon. I adored playing some other games. Like I adored getting to uh, Ocarina of Time 3DS, and I'm so so excited to get to Majora's Mask 3DS, which we'll get into more Next of that week. in a little bit. <laughs> but um, so I don't want anyone to think that like Blake and I are sitting here like we don't no. hate Nintendo. That's the problem. The fact that we we're love so Nintendo is because we love them. If we didn't love Nintendo, this wouldn't be an episode. Because we're like care. redheaded stepchildren. We just want to be loved right. back. Again, it's our alcoholic drunk stepdad. Yeah. <laughs> we just want a Christmas present instead of an empty whiskey bottle. Because when he's not drinking, exactly. he's so nice and caring. But then we give him a drink, and he doesn't care anymore. And so that's what like I want to get back to Amiibos for a few more minutes. And I know like I. If people aren't into that, this if people aren't into amiibos, this might be a boring portion, but everybody's like, into it's, amiibos though. I everybody who likes Nintendo seems to be. All and that's 25 the of our Instagram followers today will love amiibos. Yeah. <laughs> that's the problem like the lack of abil- like, the lack of availability just it doesn't make any sense to me. And I I've, I've heard the excuse, "Oh, well, you know, They've never been a toy manufacturer before. They don't know what they're doing. They don't have accurate blah, 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 fucking blah. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. There is no way you are going to look me in the eye and say, oh, well, we thought all through Smash Brothers, we knew this game was going to be super fucking popular, but we didn't know toys based on the characters in that game were going to be popular. Are you kidding me? I have one broad example of why that argument's stupid, and then two, I think, very good examples. Okay. Companies switch the things they sell and distribute all the time. Sure. Constantly. Sure. And my first example that has to do with gaming, you remember when the Xbox came out? And it was like, Microsoft makes computers. They don't make video games. This is nonsense. And then they were like, Halo and Xbox Live. 
And now that's all we do. Yeah. They changed everything online. Yeah. My other one is, you remember when everybody was like, Apple can't make phones or tablets? Nobody wants a tablet. How sure. many people have an iPad now? Uh, too many? Too many. Too yeah. many. Too many people have iPads. People have three of them. You're right. Like, so, no. The Nintendo's never manufactured toys before is also nonsense because they manufactured toys when they invented Pokemon. And Rob. And the NES Zapper. And the fucking Power Glove. Yep. They have been ma- they manufactured a, a toy so Toys R Us would sell the NES. That's a great Because point. Toys R Us wouldn't sell it. So when someone looks me in the eye and goes, they've never done this before. Yes, they have. <laughs> You're right, it. man. They've done it so much. That's a, that's a very, that's oh, a great point. That That I actually me. hadn't thought of that. It's, but... And that even just adds to my point of, like, why the lack of availability? Like, why? And, 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 you know, not even, like, lack of availability down the road. Lack of availability the day a thing goes up for pre-order. Like, okay, how how tough was it for you to get... I don't know, let me, let me spitball here. How tough was it for you to get a Sonic Amiibo pre-ordered? How long did you have to look? That one was actually relatively easy. I was at work and I just hopped on Amazon. Oh. Well, <laughs> fuck you. How t- okay, fine. Let, let me give you a better... Let, how tough was it for you to get a Rosalina amiibo? Oh, oh wait. because I don't have one. You don't have one. Um, yes. You know no, how tough it's... it was for me? I had to go on Amazon.uk and drop 30 bucks on it. Oh, my. And some people are probably going to listen to this and be like, well, that's your fucking problem. You just shouldn't have bought the toy. You're goddamn right I shouldn't have bought the toy, but I bought the fucking toy because if you, I'll take a picture of it for the Instagram. If you see my top two shelves of my toy bookcase, Rosalina was necessary. Right. You need it. You need it. You just need it. It's It's just, I don't get, especially, let's get into those store exclusives since we're on that anyway. Especially with the store exclusives, how, how in the world are they going to be that rare? Why? You make a store exclusive, don't you want to sell as many as possible? To get traffic in the store? So my, I could be way off, but I'm pretty sure that the point of doing a store exclusive is to drive me to the store so that I spend more money there, that I start liking it there, that I want to go there. Isn't that why stores partnered with Nintendo right. to make this exclusive? So, like, so what? Like, so I don't. So was Target's plan to go? Hey, I've got a fucking headache Rosalinas. talking about this. It just doesn't um, make sense. Yeah, no, we're gonna segue out of this in a minute. Yeah, I actually, no, 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 I want to. I want to talk about a few other things, and then I want to get into what. They are doing right at what I think would actually improve it a little bit, and things that I just want so very badly. Um, I do. Yeah. I do have two questions for you after Absolutely. this is finished. Absolutely. Um, but so it's like, what was their plan to drive me to Target to mm-hmm. be disappointed, and then have me go to another Target to be disappointed? Sure. And then for the next day for their their thing, it's it's not in the system anymore. I know. If you go into your Target app or online, it's gone. So that whole like there was this leaked thing about them not restocking it. Is absolutely true. Yep. They're doing this one wave. There might be more coming from other distribution centers. I blah, understand blah, all blah, that. Blah, 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 blah. And my other thing, the most expensive part of making a toy is making the mold. Mm-hmm. Once you've made the mold, everything else is very cheap. Yeah. You know, so when you're... When it's just you're, production line shit from there right. on out. Like, So when you're telling me that you're like behind on money and you're cutting your revenue in half and you don't think you're going to make your projections for the quarter and you have this big investors meeting coming, do you want to sit down and go... You know, we've been at this thing for a few months now. So we know the demand is high. Yep. So we uh, didn't make enough. 
Because it's not like Nintendo gets money from scalpers. They no. don't get money if I buy it for forty fucking dollars on eBay. They don't get and, a cent of that. And <laughs> I want you to finish your point, but that brings up another great point that I wanna I wanna get into, which is what they're doing consciously or subconsciously is they're encouraging scalping. Right. They're encouraging they're scalping with Amiibos. And I don't understand scalping. why, because of what you just said. They're not getting money from them. What the, the great thing, the really refreshing thing that I discovered this past weekend as I was, as I had, I had already grabbed my Rosalina for like 29 bucks off Amazon. So like I was cool with that, you know. I, I paid double the price, yeah, it's stupid, but at least I didn't drop 60 or 70 like right. it's going to be in three weeks. So I'm perusing Craigslist, and I'm just like, you know, what Amiibos, what Amiibos are going on? Like, let me see if I can find, because you were out of town, you were in San Francisco. Right. I was like, let me see if I can find Blake a Lucario or a Rosalina, since I wasn't able to find him at the store, because, you know, we have that, we have that unwritten agreement right. that we look for Amiibos for each other. But... So I hit up this one guy, and I see about five or six people within, like, the first ten results who just have this disclaimer that are like, I'm only looking to trade. I'm not looking to mark these up. I love that. That's I love, awesome. I love that a lot of people you know, man, are taking the high road. Yeah, exactly. I love that a lot of people seem to be taking the high road and being like, you know what? Nintendo is truly kind of fucking us over. I was lucky enough to grab two or three or four of these things. Let me, like, trade one for something I don't have. Right. And, like, so I was I was trying to get this guy to trade. I've got an extra Little Mac, thanks to you finding one and my girlfriend lovingly ordering me an overpriced one off Amazon a couple months back. But I was like, you know what? Let me just return the favor to my boy and uh, trade this Little Mac for this Rosalina. And it, it didn't end up working out, but, like, at least at least this dude was like, I don't want to upcharge anyone. I just want to trade for something that I don't have. Right. I love that. The problem is that, like, I, I'm, I'm, waiting for, I'm waiting for someone, some really, like, uh, uh, like, some really, like... What's the word I'm looking for? Creative person to just create like the amiibo marketplace.com or something like that. Right. Like we've already got amiibo tracker.com, which is so dope. I don't remember the dude's name, but shout out to the dude who did that. There's an article on Kotaku.com that you can read that uh, that uh, talks about the dude who actually created yeah. the amiibo tracker website. So you can go on there and just click on any amiibo and see if they're available anywhere. Yeah. Spoiler alert, no one's they're available not. anywhere. <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's just like, I like that there's a lot of people who are in the same, clearly in the same boat as you and me, yeah. and they're not willing to like let Nintendo get away with this right. in a certain way. And they're also not willing to get price gouge when people are just trying to get a toy for themselves right. or for... Chances are a lot of them are trying to get them for their kids. Like, right. Right. And I mean, and that's, uh, I don't know. I don't know. But here's my... Uh, amiibos. Have, we, could, we could talk about Amiibos, and we I probably will. Oh, yeah. theory for yeah, like go for 30 it. seconds. No, no, go for it. I'm pretty sure the reason these Super Smash Brother ones are go coming and going the way they are... Ah, uh, that was one of the questions I was actually going to ask you. Mm -hmm. And I brought this up to you a while ago when you I did? went to the back of the box, and I was like, why is this Mario figure not the Mario figure I can when buy? When we were at Toys R Us, I remember right. that. 
uh, then uh, sure enough you have the super mario wave that's coming out yep I'm pretty sure that that wave is going to be their plant one. Mm-hmm. It almost feels like that one should have come out first, and this should have been the special. Based on that box, it seems like that's probably at least somewhat what they were thinking initially. It, and they just wanted a big game to go along with the release yeah. of this thing. Like it almost... And clearly Super, Super Smash Brothers is bigger than Mario Party 10. Right. Right, and it was their like winter or Project Christmas Steam or game. whatever. Whoa, so it, whoa, whoa. it lined up with the yeah. holidays. Oh sure, it lined up with everything else, but it just feels like this was supposed to be. It almost feels like this would have been the Comic Con exclusive. That this, if Nintendo mm. had a booth at Comic Con, would have been like come by fifty nine or forty nine Mar- Super Smash Brothers Amiibos for two hundred bucks, and that would have been it. I would have done it. How would this feel? It would have been less than buying them all. <laughs> We're I would have them. absolutely done it. Um, and that's how it feels. I feel like it's like the Mario one is going to be the anchor, and then I imagine when Zelda comes out, we'll get that wave, and then when a Metroid game comes yeah. out, we'll get that. It feels like this is a one-off, fun collector thing, because I guarantee you the second those Marios and Bowsers show up, these common ones like Mario and Bowser will be gone. That's great. Yeah, you an- you answered like, my question, which was, will the- will a Smash Amiibos disappear for good at some yeah. point? And yeah, absolutely. I agree that they absolutely. will. Um, one last thing on Amiibos, just in case you're super, super into them. I know I've got a couple tips on where to look, where to peruse. Like, do you have any, do you have any tips on like um, just how you've been, you've been doing your Amiibo hunting? So Cause what, I know we've both, we're both at about the same, uh, we're both about right. the same number. I think we're both missing one or two right now. Yeah. I think I'm at three. I think I need I, well, maybe I'm just at two. No, my my Wii Fit Trainer is on the way. Sure. So I just have two. I have a Rosalina and Village. I got that you. I need. Yeah. You have any tips um, for I anyone? I would say first off, definitely have an Amiibo. Have somebody who's also agreed. Out that's what that's what me and Bla- that's what me and Blake do um, for each other. Like we're constantly texting yeah. when we probably should be working it's and doing right. other stuff. You're usually at work. And I'm I work always at, at work. And, I'm just and like, here's what's going on. I'm and still paying attention to everything you're saying, even if I'm not responding. Um, but yeah, have an Amiibo. That's a huge, huge thing. And then uh, I go, I mean, I do a run of just like, mm-hmm. here's the close target, close game stop, and close one. That's good. And each one, I just kind of am like, what is where? Yeah. And then I'll, you call ahead. If they put it aside, they do. If they don't, they don't. But usually people are nice enough. Like when I got Pitt, I hit up a guy, Pitt and Captain Falcon. I hit him up. That was like, it says you guys have them. And Pitt, they were like, we've got one more man. We can't put it aside. Just hustle over. And when I got there, the one guy was like, oh, no, we're totally sold out. And the guy was like, actually, no, I threw that aside because I know that you were on your way. And then, like, some other dude came in being a dick, and I didn't want to sell it to him, so I just slipped it under here. That's awesome. That's really cool. And Falcon, I hit him. They had canceled a pre-order online, but I don't like making a scene and getting all into that crap. So I just kind of hit up another store, and I was like, it says you guys have them. They're like, look, it's for our pre-order, but they're out of their window. Let me give the guy a call call back in 20 minutes. So I call back in 20 minutes and she's like, I know I remember you. I called him. I left a message. Call back in 10. I call back in 10 and she's like, okay, I talked to him. He said he might not, but he says he might come in. I told him he's out of the window and it's up for grabs. So as long as you beat him here, it's yours. Yeah. And I rolled in and grabbed it. And I, you that's kinda, great. You kind of feel bad because somebody no, ordered it. No, but you don't. also, you know, like that's kind of the wild. Like that's kind of the hunt. Like, that, per, that that employee did everything they were supposed to do. Yeah, and it and was great. that's it. Um, yeah, those are good tips. Uh, my only other two tips. Uh, 
I constantly check Reddit. I just I just yeah. type in uh, Amiibo in the Reddit search, and like it brings up a bunch of things, mostly just hate-filled things about Amiibos, but some are actually have, super helpful. Like, I found a few that are very supportive, and they're very yeah. like, what's the pre-order like? Where sites are you guys going to? And I would say, I honestly, I would say don't, unless you're, you don't care and you're going to go on eBay and spend 40 bucks, in which case, do it. Don't. If, but wait, before you do that, do what I just did this past weekend. Go to Amazon.uk, go to Amazon.ca. Exchange rates, they're going to get you a little bit. Like, I ended up, but I was still able to grab a Lucario, who you can't find anywhere in this, in the, at least in this city in Los Angeles. He's what? He's twelve ninety nine. So after tax, he's gonna be fourteen something. I was able to get him shipped from the UK for nineteen something. So I spent five extra bucks. Like it's not. I I would rather have not done it. But at least I got one coming, and I've got the peace of mind that I know that it's already shipped. I got the email today. Like check check those places, check those portals, especially especially for Wave Four pre orders because they've gone up there and they have not gone up here. So. But yeah, and then I like honestly look for the trading stuff. Like mm-hmm. that that community's been around since the '80s, the toy trade and all that. And it's good if you it, wh- find the right people. They're not gonna gouge you. They're no. gonna be super super fair about people it. People also want to finish their collections. It's not uncommon that somebody will snatch up two or three of something and go down the road. I might need to get. I mean, back when it was Power Rangers, you couldn't find the yellow or pink <laughs> yeah. ranger anywhere. And back when it was Turtles in the 90s, you couldn't find April O'Neil anywhere. So you'd buy two Casey Jones and you'd find somebody who had an April and you'd switch. It's very true. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's it's fun, man. Like, don't get me wrong. I I adore collecting Amiibos. I, I love the hunt. But the problem is the hunt becomes less fun when you're almost 100% sure you're not going to find well, them. Well, it's like a video game difficulty, yeah. right? You want the challenge, but there's that one mode that's like, and then there's no ammo and you die in one shot, and you're like, oh, this isn't like fun. like Ninja Gaiden on the hardest difficulty. Right, it's, like, it becomes an exercise in frustration yeah. instead of a challenge. For sure. Then, then it's just not as exciting. I, I'm I'm hoping that Wave 4 is going to be a little bit easier, but we'll cross that bridge when I mean, we come I've to it. I mean, I've said that every time. I know. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we, we've been talking about this way too long. Um, Let's move on to another thing I know we both have super, super big opinions about. Let's talk. Uh, let's talk the new 3DS uh, Zelda, oh, and let's talk uh, Majora's Mask Limited Edition, oh, buddy. How uh, oh, how are you feeling about that? I know you're not. I know how you're feeling, but so my story with that. <laughs> I was like, this will be a fun, exciting, not stressful one about toys. <laughs> how about that other horrible toy that you need and can't ah. get? Um, so I tried. My friend Scott hit me up right away. And was like, the collector's edition is coming. The collector's edition is coming. Toys, toys, toys. It's a skull kit. It's amazing. I need it. I went on GameStop, went on the pre-order right off the bat. I go to check out. They don't let it happen. There's no way to check out. And then I'm like, oh, it's because they haven't announced which stores are getting this yet. Fine. Fair enough. So I refresh and I come back and now it's already sold out and gone. So then I hop on Amazon, gone. Then Best Buy is getting it for a little bit, gone. So now my hope is going to Fry's on the 13th, the day before Valentine's Day, which, you know, is what I'm going to be doing instead of planning anything for my girlfriend, because... Clearly you have your priorities in order. Well, I mean, when Majora's Mask, the original came out, I didn't have a girlfriend and it didn't bother me, so I figure why not try it again? You were also, like, 
11. 11. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, that's neither here nor <laughs> right. there. Right, but we're still talking about toys, so it's, KP you know, will understand. She'll get it. She's she, she's a trooper. Um, yeah, so it's dumb. So it's, it's one of those things that now, like, for a while, I was a very just, like, angry and disappointed. And again, like, come on, guys. Come on. Just come on. It's not hard to make enough of this stuff. And they just it, didn't. You and I are in total agreement. My my whole thing about it is, ju- like, just recently what we found out about Nintendo's numbers and the fact that the only reason they made a profit is because of the diminishing value of the yen. Like, right. So what? how are you going to... How are you going to look at those numbers as a company and be like, well, we made money, but literally the only reason we made money is because the value of our currency fucking sucks. And then you're going to be like, and they're going to be like, oh, wait, let's just, let's barely offer enough quantity of new 3DS Majora's Mask editions or uh, uh, Majora's Mask limited editions of the game. Like, isn't that what pre-orders are for? Like, don't to gauge don't your you, numbers, and we'll get it. We'll get into pre-orders in general on another episode because we could talk about that for another I mean, hour. It's, it's starting to not matter, right? Like the, it's starting to be that pre-orders. Yeah, that pre-orders don't matter because pre-orders are supposed to gauge interest in the game and see how many copies you're gonna ship and how many copies you're gonna make, not. Not just so twelve Fill people, yeah. Not just so twelve people can order a limited edition, and then no one else gets the chance I mean, to. That doesn't make any sense. All to me. the entire industry is doing is pushing us to d- download everything digitally. That's what they're doing. They're filling their pre-orders, and then everybody else just because outside of Nintendo, but that's and dumb. It's very dumb. It's very very dumb. But why wouldn't you want to make? Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you want to make? an extra $10 on nearly every copy of the Majora's Mask Limited Edition with the Skull Kid figure as opposed to the $10 less you're going to make right. just by selling it digitally. Like It doesn't I, make any... I'm not saying they're doing I it mean, as you've a seen strategy. That, you've seen, no, no, I know. Yeah. But you've seen that figure. Like, that's easily worth $10. I don't oh, know. Yeah. I don't know any... Nintendo lover, any Zelda lover that wouldn't pay the extra right. 10 bucks to get that figure. Right. I... I did it, and I don't even know when I'm going to get to playing Majora's Mask because I've got such a big backlog. But I absolutely yeah. threw down... I was lucky enough to throw down my $50 on Amazon to pre-order that limited right. edition. And the funny thing about it is it really sounds like if I had waited until like 1 in the afternoon instead of 10 in the morning to do it, it would have been fine. Really? But I was like... Because well, I did it I did it literally... I, I, I drove to work listened or watched the end of the nintendo direct and they announced that and then i immediately went on amazon at like it's like seven fifty in the morning pacific time and i went on and was able to pre-order it and by nine o'clock or ten o'clock you had texted me and being like yeah i can't pre-order this oh that's weird yeah because mine did the thing where it drained it out but then it sounds like everybody else i talked to was like oh i did in the afternoon or the evening and i was like oh should i have just I guess I don't even know what it would. I don't know. It doesn't matter. There's yeah. They're they they just don't make any sense to me when it comes to that. Like they do they do do they do market analysis? Like do they really do they analyze the um, like the potential amount of gamers who really want some of these products? Like even looking like I'm I'm staring at your uh, Majora's Mask 
or your Zelda 3DS XL. Like, you were able to get that, but wasn't that still somewhat hard to find at the end of the it day? It was, yeah. That one I got, I feel like I got lucky with that one. Mm-hmm. Because it was one of those, that one was a weird one where they were like, they're doing it. Did you get that at Fry's? No, I did GameStop. Gotcha. Because um, I picked that, that came out like the same week as the Xbox One. So you picked up your Xbox oh, One and I picked that's up my right. 3DS. I remember yeah. that. What an expensive was, week. It was so bad. Um, it was weird because that was a weird one too where they were like, it's only going to come out in Japan. Mm-hmm. It's also going to come out in Europe. And then all of a sudden GameStop's, I believe it was their Black Friday ad. I could be remembering it wrong. No, no, you're right. I know but it exactly was like, what you're going to say. But it was like, here it comes. And then everybody was like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. And both Nintendo and GameStop were like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then all of a sudden, GameStop was like, fuck it. They figured it out. Pre-orders are up. And I remember just being like, oh, I need to go right now. Right. Like, and I'm pretty sure I got there. And I feel like when I picked it up, they were like, oh, yeah, this is like, and this is it. Like, they, they had three there that were mm-hmm. for, like, their pre-orders. And I was like, how many did you get? And she was like, oh, this is it. This is the whole thing. I, and maybe maybe there's something that we don't know because we're not industry experts, but... It just, it'll never make sense to me why no one's using, like, no, Nintendo's not using the pre-order system as an actual basis to gauge how many units they should right. make and how many units they should ship. It It's like they have a set number, they're like, alright, we've got 5,200 Rosalinas, and they're going to Target, and once those 5,200 pre-orders are gone, we're done. Why wouldn't you be like, hey, we're putting this pre-order up an extra month early back right. in this, back in the end of November, and, oh, we're going to get 35,000 Rosalina pre-orders? Cool, we're going to make 35,000 units, and well, that's seven times the profit. That's something, like, going into, like, not respecting their client base. Like, you look at a lot of other companies right now, and actually a really good example of this is mm-hmm. what just happened with Spider-Man and Marvel and Sony. Oh, yeah. So since... Iron Man came out. Everybody's been like, "When is Spider Man going to do this? When is he going to be in there? When right. is he going to be in there?" And Sony was like, "Well, we own the character and we like money. It's fiscally irresponsible to get rid of this character, right. and that makes sense." Sure. But they like they both came to this. I don't know if you read all of the details of it. No. But Marvel didn't pay anything for it. Sony's not getting any money for when they lease the character, and Marvel's not getting any money when they do it. It's the weirdest agreement where they both were kind of sat down and were just like, this is what people want. Right. Because Marvel and Disney both are really good, and even Sony's not bad about it, but they kind of listen to their fans and they go, oh, that's what you want. Mm-hmm. Like Marvel, it's the, another really good example is everybody in comics, I hate to do a, a weird segue, but it's like no. everybody in comics is like, more diversity, more female characters, more this, more this, more this. And Marvel was like, okay, great. Uh, Miles Morales. Uh, we're going to do a female Muslim Miss Marvel. Yeah. We're going to make Captain America African American. We're going to make Thor a girl. We're right. going to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to do an all new Avengers female cast. It's going to be all them. It's mm-hmm. da, 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 da. We're going to put female characters here. We're going to put female writers and creators on those books. What about the movies? Oh, we're going to give you Black Panther and Captain Marvel. Like, we for so long, like, Kevin Feige was like, we really wanted to do Iron Man 4, but then everybody was just like, do these guys. Right. So we're doing it. Like, it's... it's they're it's, listening to their fan base. Exactly. And then but you look at Nintendo's Nintendo, not doing that. And they're like, man, everybody seems to want this toy. 
I guess we shouldn't make one. Like, it's an or we should only make a tenth of the demand Let's for them. Let's make five of them. I think that'll be plenty. It just it irks me to my core because I I love I love this company with all my heart because of like how they molded me like like I said at the beginning of the episode the reason the a major a major part of why this podcast is even happening is because of how we felt about Nintendo and how Nintendo shaped our lives in terms of gaming back right. when we were young but now it just feels like they're giving us the finger over and over and over again. And then it's like, oh, wait, we're not giving you the finger. Oh, but wait, then we're giving you the finger. And like, it's, and, and like, it's not new. No, either. no, 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 it's like, not new. No, it's not new at all. Like, I feel like since the end of the GameCube era, they've been doing I was going to say the beginning of the GameCube era. I would make the argument that not going right onto discs like Sony and Dreamcast and everybody else. That's a... And then when they were forced to do it... They did mini discs. That's an interesting point. And I then, hadn't really thought about that. And well, and you know what? Even outside of screwing over fans, I think that's the moment. I think the N sixty four to the GameCube is the moment that every major third party company was like, "Oh, see ya," because all of a sudden they were like, "Our controller, the GameCube controller, was down what four buttons? Yep, from the other ones. Yep, the mini discs was less storage space." And then there was no online. There was no online connectivity nope. at all. Like, and granted, that was the generation when that started. Xbox launched that, but then Sony was like, "Ooh, we should make a fix." Yep. And Sony even went, "Ooh, we only have two controller ports on our system. Everybody else has four. Let's make an adapter so we can do four-player multiplayer as well." Yep. And every all of these other third-party developers and creators, and this is actually going to be another good segue. But all of these creators were like, "I can do so much." I can tell a bigger story and make a bigger world and make a better game on these systems. But holy shit, I want to work with Nintendo, but they're making me jump through so many hoops. And if I'm going to port my game, I have to take these four buttons that I've been able to use and they're gone. I'm so I'm so excited because I think we're on the same page of what we're segueing into, which is the new Nintendo affiliate program, right? Yeah, well, that, and I was actually going to go into indie developers. Oh, oh okay. Well, I yeah, was going to yeah. talk you think? a little bit about like what really shocks me Shovel right Knight, now. Shovel Knight, Shovel Knight, Shovel Knight, Shovel Knight. prime example of what I'm about to say, which was also my favorite game of last year. Oh, ever. So good, dude. But now we're in this age, and it's, it's the same thing across every medium, but we're in this age where all of these super creative and excited people can make these games... And everybody who's growing up with Nintendo is going, ooh, I want to really make a Nintendo game, and I really want to do it like the SNES, and I really want to do it like Mega Man. So you have, like, Mighty Gunvolt came out, and there was that awesome version of that that you could download that was an 8-bit version, and it felt like a Mega Man NES game. And Shovel Knight feels like every other game that's come out. But And it, and it shocks me that Nintendo's not jumping on this opportunity to really go, hey, we lost all of the third-party developers. We lost most of our second-party developers. But everybody who's making video games is inspired by the games we made. So let's put a huge effort to really hit this new, fresh indie market and way to play games. And I feel like they're not capitalizing on it, which is very frustrating. Because a game like Shovel Knight... And actually, Shovel Knight's another good example of let me play it on my 3DS and my Wii U and let me link my account because I almost bought that game twice 
Because if I travel or I'm on the road, Shovel Knight's a perfect example of it, but if I wanna put it up in HD on my big TV, it looks beautiful. So please let me spend $15 and have it on both of my systems. But no, because it's one step forward and two steps back. But that's also a really good segue into the Nintendo affiliate program. And the problem with this affiliate program is you look at, like, again, we were just like, every, it's all of the indie guys and these YouTubers and this new way of doing everything. And Nintendo's just like, we'll get halfway there. So, it, that affiliate program is ridiculous. So, I, I don't want to take up too much time getting into the specifics of it. But basically, the affiliate program says that creators who are making content using Nintendo published or developed games, like especially, it, it's, it mostly applies to YouTube, but I, I, I think there's something that applies, a stipulation that applies to like Twitch and things like that mm-hmm. also. But basically, any video that uses Nintendo-based content, Nintendo automatically takes 30% of the revenue from that. <sighs> content creators have to say or... Uh, embed this like lengthy text like this disclaimer that basically says uh, we're partnered with Nintendo they are taking some of the ad revenue from this video blah 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 and not only that it can take days and days for just one video to be approved like, even after you're already approved as a content partner with Nintendo, because Nintendo doesn't exactly have a giant staff approving and denying these videos. Like, right. this 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 system is such an FU to content creators. Like, how... It's so costly to them. Like, so many of these people make their living off working their butts off on a video uploading it immediately and seeing results from that via youtube how how can these people make a living when they have to wait days if not i don't know maybe even weeks to just get their video approved by nintendo before it even makes its way onto youtube it's it's absurd it doesn't make any sense and like I know, I know technically it's a step in the right direction because last year Nintendo was just like, screw you, we're not going to let you use right. any of our content content for your monetary gains. But still, at the end of the day, they're still the, they're still the old crotchety father that's telling you to turn down your music. Right. Like, they're not doing the right things. They're making the wrong choice. They're alienating YouTubers. And... The amazing thing about YouTubers and Let's Players is so many, like, the popular ones who have so many, such a, like, so many fans, such a popular fan base, I guarantee you they're playing certain games, like, they're gonna play a Splatoon or the new Yoshi game, and people who never were gonna buy that game are gonna be like, that looks really fun, I wanna experience it like so-and-so YouTuber did. I'm going to go out and buy it right, right now. Game sales come from these Let's Plays, and I just don't understand why Nintendo is the only one who doesn't seem to really understand right. that. Because I'm sorry, you're going to take 30%, damn near a third of their revenue from making a video? 
YouTubers are just going to be like, I'm going to spend my time making a video. I'm going to spend my time making a video uh, from uh, from a game from XX developer yeah. as opposed to a Nintendo developer because I'm going to get all the revenue from that instead of a th- two-thirds of it. Right. It just doesn't make sense, man. Like It doesn't. It really doesn't. And it's very frustrating. And it's, I don't, I mean, it's a lot of things, but... You know, there. I mean, there are still, and, the, and, and this is exactly why it is frustrating. Yeah. You're saying it before. And we're, we're at like what, like 40 minutes now? Oh no, we're fine. We're okay. we'll, we'll wrap going. we'll wrap it up here in a few. But I want to get to I, your I want to get to your point. Well, I want to get to some positive things about Nintendo sure. before we like sign off. I, I want to spend a little bit of time at least just being like, here is. Why no, I agree. That's that's only that's it. only fair. There's um before it sounds like we're just like <laughs> yeah before we're yeah. the old crotchety man being like why are these kids skateboarding? You it's young stupid. whippersnappers. In my days it was longboards. <laughs> um, but yeah. But, and, it, and it's kind of what we were saying earlier with Shovel Knight and everything, and it is kind of fun seeing this, like, rejuvenation of that, like, old-style game, like that, uh, it's Mighty Number no. 9 is another amazing yes, example. Yes, yeah. And I know Mega Man isn't, isn't Nintendo, yada, 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 but it's that, it's that era and that feeling and that vibe. Mm-hmm. But, like, and actually a really good example with Nintendo is they do have a really deep respect for gaming history, and you see that in Super Smash Brothers because they took Mega Man, Sonic, and Pac-Man and kind of were like, you know... I mean, and even to a lesser extent, like, li- like Little Mac. Right. They take all these characters that, like... You can argue that Sega. You can't argue that Sega's fumbled Sonic a ton. You can argue that that Namco's fumbled Pac-Man a ton. Sure. You can make the argument that Mega Man's been gone forever. Like, and Nintendo kind of came up and was like, "We're gonna throw these three guys in this game. We're gonna make really good, detailed character designs that look very in place." Right. And then they they took Smash Brothers itself, and it's such a amazing game, and it shows you that they they care so much about their craft because mm-hmm. you can play that game and get super into like the party mode and the craziness and the chaos and eight players and four players and it's wild and items or you can just go on final destination no items and just go hard and right it's, but it's so balanced and they've they've spent so much time being like we'll make little mech super powerful and kind of quick but you can't recover if you're off the stage you're gone yeah we're going to make Ganondorf really strong, but he's going to be really slow. Mm-hmm. Let's make Sonic and Fox really, really fast, but you're going to really have to strategize how to make that character I'm, work. I've always been terrible with Sonic. I can't, I can't, I can't I play with him. I recently have been kind of... It's, it's one of those characters that I've wanted to get good with, so I will use him a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's so good. But it's things like that, or like when Mario Kart came out, that I was just like, oh, this is the only game I need. I don't like I don't need anything else. Right. And it it's there's so much love back there. Like every like I have so many memories of just like Link to the Past with my dad or like yep. playing Super Mario with my mom or like having people over to play Mario Party or Goldeneye and all of these things that like influenced everything. Yeah. Everything like th- there's such a amazing. big part of our childhood that like it, it that's what makes me sadder about some of the things that they're doing is like I'm not I'm not bitching because I don't want them to succeed I'm bitching because they used to just be so good in all aspects and it just doesn't feel like they're that but let's um let's try it this way like I don't want to put you on the spot but let's see 
do you like give me give me three three big positives about Nintendo right now if you can if if you don't if you have more than that uh, cool if you have less than that that's fine too but right off the bat mm-hmm. they're probably the only company that still has like on couch multiplayer where I still feel like Love I can it. invite everybody over. Hyrule and Warriors. Hyrule Warriors, Super Smash Brothers, Mario Kart, Mario Super Party, Mario World 3D, Splatoon, Super Mario World 3D. I don't know about everybody else, and I might be in the minority here, but I would so much rather just have three people come over and play a game on the couch than go Are you online. kidding? I would. I, yeah, in, I in want a, that way in more. A oh my gosh! In a absolutely. It actually, I remember when we got our Xbox Ones. Yep. And we were like, "Let's have everybody over. And we're gonna play Battlefield four player split screen. It's gonna be amazing." And there wasn't. <laughs> that was another thing. No, 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 nope. And then we we're like, "Okay, cool, whatever. We'll play Dead Rising. Oh, it's only online." And it's like, oh, that, that sucks. I remember that pissing me off that sucks. to no end. I spent way too much money on that shit for us to not be able to play local right. multiplayer. But Nintendo, you're right. That's that's great. Nintendo has that right. There's that. There's, uh, I mean, outside of just the craft, I feel like they, they kind of do, like, every time they release a big game... It, it either reinvigorates or innovates or kind of changes how we play and like games. Like yeah. as far back as, uh, and I might be mistaken on this because maybe I wasn't playing enough games at the time, but Ocarina of Time, to my knowledge, is the very first game that used an action button. That was like, A, we'll talk and dodge and run and jump and yell and roll. Like it was, because I remember being so jarred the first time I had to keep looking at the screen and watching the A button flip. It didn't... Didn't Mario 64 technically use an action button at times? I... Mm, yeah, I guess so. But I think that was the first one that was that, like... That, in, that, that integrated this into this... Yeah, everything. yeah, yeah. That's, that, no, that's a very fair um, point. And now, like, you pick up a game and it's like, which is the action button? Right. Um, or like Z targeting was even a big oh, one. Oh yeah. Like that yeah, like yeah, there's yeah. so many things that came out of that game that were used everywhere. And even as far back as uh, I always talk about how like Bioshock had such a good way of telling a narrative of like picking up these like audiobooks and yeah. you get the whole story that way. But I was revisiting Metroid Prime and even as far back as Super Metroid where it was the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Where it was like the story, like if you just handed Super Metroid to somebody and they didn't read an instruction manual, mm-hmm. you have to really look for that story. Right. You really have to dig into it. Mm-hmm. And Metroid Prime, you have to scan shit. You have to hit an extra button and go to a different visor. <laughs> and it's fun and I love it. And Metroid Prime is my favorite game of all time. But it's fascinating that just something like that was like, oh, we really want to tell this complex story. Here's how we're going to do it. Um, so I think that would be my second one would be how they innovate like gameplay and storytelling. And I think my third one would have to be their ability to make games for everyone. Like they're one of the few companies. I mean, the Wii is the best example where they were just kind of like, how are we going to make this thing really successful where everybody's going after this? So what if we went after, the people that nobody thinks is going to play video games. Right. Like, what if we go that route? And then even with like, and that's why with the Wii U, I'm kind of bummed because I felt like that was the time to be like, well, the indie game is on the rise. So let's just reach out to them. We have kind of an underpowered system, but everybody just wants to make Shovel Knight anyways. Yeah. Like 2D side scrollers and 3D platformers are back because of that. So why not have that become your thing? 
And mm, I guess that the third one's not as strong, but I just think off no, the top of my head, those are going to be it's it. a big one, though. I mean, it, it would kind of get into my first one, which, which is just the fact that they're willing to take chances when it comes to innovation. Like, I mean, I know I, I kind of badmouth the Wii for, like, the lack of, like, certain features that the other consoles of the last generation had, but the same time they were the first ones to get into motion controls they have probably been the only system in the last decade to from the start include a bundled game yeah like just from the get-go like the obviously it's the best-selling game of all time over 83 million copies Wii sports like obviously wasn't the most like insanely fleshed out game in the world but it was it was fun like we all played it of course well you i mean you can't deny the the success of that system or no. the impact it had it it was on su- everybody else and even the Wii U i i really think has been innovative like they they took what the ps they took what the ps3 slash ps4 and vita what sony was trying to do with them which was make an integrated hand like a handheld that would integrate with a console and they did it better right because frankly remote play on the ps4 and vita it's not that great it's okay like but i'm not gonna sit there and play like a game that i play all the time like destiny i'm not gonna play that on my vita absolutely not but i will absolutely sit there and stare at my Wii U gamepad and play Hyrule Warriors for an hour and a half. I did it the other night. Like, right. It's so I've done it with, there, with it, having the option of my 60-inch yeah. screen in front of me. Oh, shit, yeah. That's, that's something that I love about them is their willingness to be innovative and their willingness to, like, take chances where others aren't willing to. And that brings me kind of to my second point, which is even though I hate the way they're... They're handling some of it. I adore Amiibos. I yeah. absolutely adore them, which is why, if if you heard me allude to it earlier in the show, like it's why I'm only missing two of them. It's why the only ones that I don't have, like, and granted, I have I don't have my Rosalina and my Lucario in hand, but they're on their way here. Like the only Amiibos that I don't have are villager and we fit trainer i adore amiibos and i adore what they stand for and i adore what nintendo has done with them the only thing that i don't like is their lack of avail- availability because i know it's not that hard to create these figures because right. like you said earlier once the mold is created it's a cakewalk from there right but i adore amiibos i don't want anything i don't want anyone to think that I don't because I think it's one of the most innovative things they've done in a long time. Man, if I was to pick a third, I think it would still. Ha- I think it would just have to be Zelda remakes, man. Like, I, I adore. I love Ocarina of Time 3DS. It's the reason the first time I had a 3DS that I kept it for as long as mm. I did. Cause I'm sorry, Pilot Wings was fun, but dude, I'm not. I wasn't keeping a 3DS just for fucking Pilot no, Wings. No, I like, mean, yeah. <laughs> There was it no took a way. while for that system to get off the ground. Oh, it so took that's, I mean, entirely too long, but yeah. you can say that about most Nintendo I was systems. Say, it's kind even of... in this even the N sixty four, which had two games N64. when it came out. That's very true. Jesus. Um but, 
But I, I, I love, I love the fact that they did Ocarina of Time. I love the fact that they listened to fans when it came to that. And then I love the fact that they were like, Ocarina did so well. Let's do the other fan favorite. Let's do some Majora's Mask. And you may not love it as much as Ocarina. I know a lot of people don't. It's I don't the know. Best Zelda game ever made. Do you agree with that too? hundred percent. Well, okay, then you and I are in agreement. <laughs> I feel like Ocarina was the building blocks to Majora's Mask. Yeah, we wouldn't have Majora's Mask if we didn't have. Just Ocarina like I feel time, like but... I feel like Sunshine was the building blocks to Mario Galaxy. Yeah, they they took a step. Or in. you could even argue, as I've heard some of the IGN guys argue, that uh, sixty four is the is. Uh, the basis for Super Mario Sunshine. And right. I think you can just keep going on from and there. They, and right. they, yeah. they do a weird thing, and I actually want to talk a little bit about their formulas anyways, but sure. they do a weird thing where, like, like Legend of Zelda, and I, I want to get more into next week anyways, because I want to talk about adaptations and remakes and a lot yep. of other that stuff. So I won't touch on it too much, but um, the Legend of Zelda games are very basic in their story in that the first few are just like, princess gets kidnapped, there's evil, you're good, mm-hmm. stop it. Get the MacGuffin, get the Triforce kid, whatever, and end right. it. And Majora's Mask takes that and just Flips inverts it, it on his head, and man. goes, super deep, relatable villain. Every single character, there's a living, breathing world around you the entire time. The story is different and weird and creepy. It's dealing with some dark stuff. Yeah, You get into it. It's more than just, it, there's still the collecting aspect, but it's kind of more than just like, now I have the MacGuffin and I win. You get into a lot of weird, weird things. Yep. And I think that's why I like it so much, too, because you could kind of... I was thinking about this earlier today. In 10 years, if I showed somebody Legend of Zelda, Link to the Past, yeah. Ocarina of Time, you could probably make the argument that all three of those games are just remakes on different systems of each other. Wow. Especially that's, Link to the Past you and even, Ocarina of Time. Couldn't you even throw, like... Maybe even throw Minish Cap in there as throw... like a as like a spiritual successor yeah. to Link to the Past Absolutely. a little bit. Yeah, it's it's the... or, well no I mean what a Link Between Worlds is a Link kinda, Between Worlds is really is 100% the like that way because it but like Minish was a but Minish Cap definitely had some like Link to the Past aspects yeah. in it right yeah yeah but I mean in terms of just like you go to three temples first then something bad happens then you go to seven temples mm-hmm. and then it's the end of the game. <laughs> Like, that's right. Link to the Past with Ocarina of Time without all of the other, like, bells and whistles that make them the games we love. That's what it is. Like, that's, I mean, that's what it is. Right. It's, I, it's kind of the problem people have with this, the Spider-Man reboot. It was like, you're going to hit the exact same beats yep. and call it a day. Um, and Majora's Mask, like, when Zelda shines, it's in Majora's Mask when they take that formula and they do it so well and different. Mm-hmm. Or Link's Awakening or... Um, yeah, I would even say, I mean, I want to say A Link Between Worlds because that was a, a very big departure from that formula of just right. like, here's an item, now you can go to a temple. Do it however you want. Just go. Who cares? Which is fun and exciting and different. Absolutely. Or even like Wind Waker was very different and then they were like, you're on an island. There's a bunch of water. What? <laughs> like, um, And it's ironically almost where Twilight Princess failed a bit because I think they tried a little too hard to make that one different. I would say that that and Skyward Sword were had kind of fell under the same yeah under the same problem is that they tried too hard to be different. 
I feel like Wind Waker got it just right. It's like they were different enough. They they went the cartoony aspect, but it was still it still had that Zelda feel to it. Right. And and like maybe you'll disagree, but I just don't feel that Twilight or Skyward had that Zelda feel. They're the only two Zelda games I've never finished. Wow, that's funny because like, that's, that's that's this. I'm the same way. Yeah. I'm well. Okay. I should say the only two Zelda console games that I've never finished. No, I, I, I finished both Phantom Hourglass and the uh, Train one, Spirit Tracks. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Those they're the only two that I never outside of the CDI games. Wow, that's big. But, that's yeah. that's that's pretty big. Like I, I, I'd be curious to know how many other people haven't finished those two games. But yeah. Um, so here's a, so would you say then um, segueing a little bit into another question I mm-hmm. wanted to ask? Would you say Legend of Zelda is your favorite Nintendo franchise? Wow. No. Metroid. Metroid? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because every single one of those games, like, there's not one that I can say that I have really have a complaint about. Yeah. And it's not that I'm, I'm not that good at those games. Like, I'm terrible at the, at the old SNES ones. Yeah. Like, I'm terrible at Super Metroid. Like, but especially the metroid prime games oh my the best god they're so made. good <laughs> they're so good which is I, funny i i would you know what i would say that personally if i was going to replay games i would replay the zelda games over the metroid games but i would say that i think the metroid games are better games oh, especially yeah. the metroid prime games over like over like a Wind Waker or a Majora's Mask or anything like that. And which is funny is because when Zelda games get bad for a Zelda game, like Twilight Princess, Skyward Sword yeah. are probably like the two least favorite ones. Spirit and, yet Hourglass, still, and yet they're still, and yet they're still at least eights. <laughs> they're still at least eights. But what's funny is when Metroid does a misstep, it's so bad. Oh my like, god! Like Other M is oh. so bad can we just forget that game ever existed and even um yeah i try to every day of my it makes life makes me sad it's the spider-man 3 of the metroid oh, series jesus oh god um but it's the spider-man 3 of the gaming industry but i also think uh you said there weren't any complaints about it with any metroid games my only one mm-hmm. comes from metroid prime 2 and it might be because metroid prime 1 was my like favorite game of all time and right. still is but I remember getting into Metroid Prime 2 and being like, this is going to be fun and different and crazy and there's a dark world and a light world and a dark Samus. And then they were like, here's the dark gun. And I was like, oh, what does this do? Oh, it's the ice gun, but it's purple? Fuck you. <laughs> and then they were like, well, now you have the light gun. And I was like, oh, this is, oh, it's the wave gun, but white? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember being like, no, I'm not, I'm not having this. Like it was, it really felt like they were just like, um, and to be fair, I mean, that's the Metroid formula, right? Yeah. Because you lose all your powers and then you get the ice gun and the missile and this and this and this and this. But then they do that same thing with Metroid Fusion where they sort of take that and they go, well, we'll tweak it a little bit, a li- just enough for you're, you're a little off your toes. I loved Metroid Fusion. I, it was so good. You know what, man? There is... I think the more I think the more I think the moral of this hour and fifteen minute tirade we've been going on is Nintendo does so much right, but a lot of the time, especially recently, it's just overshadowed by the wrong. 
And yeah. I really, I really hope it doesn't stay that way because I want Nintendo to be that company that they yeah. used to be. I don't, I don't want to hear that they're only making profit because of a bad yen like you almost want them to go second party like you almost want somebody else to be on top of it because you don't want them to make consoles anymore i'm not saying that i personally want that but like you almost just because of all the things that are frustrating it almost would be nice if they could keep the integrity of their brand and how hard they work on everything but have somebody else oh being like like that's, do it this way wow that's like you almost want that one company to just kind of be like okay guys do your th- you almost want you, so you almost want the disney marvel buying option you that's, that's what you want so interesting oh my god dude we can't we can't get on this right now i i want to get into more of that because that's that's a Can really I ask you int- one more question? Yeah, that's we'll, a really... We'll, int- we'll wrap up? I, yeah, and I've got one more question for you, but oh, yeah, excellent. ask away. My last question, and I know my answer because I okay. love it so much. Outside of the things that we've sort of talked about, do you have like a one big, like, if Nintendo did this, I would be amazed and happy forever. One thing. Ooh. Wow. Man, you're putting me on the spot. It's I don't know. It's a fun question. It's a, it's a fun question. Do you want to think about it and I'll tell you mine? Yeah, I do. So what I want, because um, they quietly made Pokemon an annual franchise without anybody really noticing. Yep. And I feel like a lot of video games, when they become annual franchises, Call of Duty, Assassin's Creed, you, you get yep. kind of worn out. Sure. And what I would love for Nintendo to do, because we don't get enough Metroid games, we don't get enough Punch-Out games, we don't get enough of a thousand of these games. Yep. Kid Icarus is another good one. Sure. Um, I want them to, every quarter, make one game of those franchises. So, like, year one, give me Mario, Donkey Kong, Kid Icarus, and Punch-Out. And year two, you give me Metroid, Zelda, and two more, and then year three, four more, and then you kind of just go on that cycle. So you're not annualizing anything. I'm not getting a 3D Mario game every year. But I'm at least getting a great Nintendo game all the time. I and, like that. And then you bring I've got, back things like Punch-Out! and Kid yeah. Chris. I've got mine. It, it, it's a little, it's a little le- less fleshed out than yours. But basically, if Nintendo gave me Super Mario Sunshine 2, then I would be the happiest man in the world just give me super mario sunshine 2 i would would you have that over this is probably a dumb question would you have that over an hd remake yes okay good <laughs> that'll that's a good segue into next week's so all right I Blake, talk about. last quick question excellent this is 2015 we're early in it most anticipated nintendo game doesn't have it can be third party but I would rather it be first party. Most anticipated game. I know what it's going to be because I know you too well. <laughs> it's, I mean, it, it's, it's kind of Yoshi's Woolly World. Yep, I knew it. Uh, but I feel, like, I feel like that's my answer, and I feel like the correct answer is Legend of Zelda. <laughs> no, the answer um, I want is your answer, I buddy. 100% want Yoshi's Woolly World so bad. It's a diff- I love different art styles. Like yep. I'm super pumped for that, and Kirby's... Rainbow Curse, because it's just like, oh, I'm stoked we're for that. doing something different. 
and weird and quirky That's and great. neat. And that, that kind of segues into what mine is, which is Splatoon. I'm beyond excited for a game like that like that's so interesting to me that's such an interesting art design it's such an interesting concept i'm i'm really excited to see the final product i just hope it's not shit i mean it won't be i i hope it won't be it'll be it'll be a really really fun game yeah this ever since they announced that there is single player i got super pumped yeah you're yep it's that's gonna be great it's gonna be super fun and different and neat and very. It looks so Nintendo. Oh my god! And it's such a different right. thing. Like we've never. It's it's a little. And the best part you were just talking about. You wanted Mario Sunshine too. They're taking some of the best parts of Mario Sunshine, and just being like, well, instead of spraying water and then sliding on it, what if it was paint? And what if that paint made you an octopus and you swam in it? And then you got to jump out really fast <laughs> and spray. It's like Spider-Man. It's like Pikmin and Super and uh sunshine and just so right. many things it's it's, it's going to be great it's going to be really annoying not to be able to talk to people online well hopefully that i i i pray that that gets resolved but we'll, we'll get into it we'll get into it another time yeah. we'll we'll see what happens but dude do we do uh do we do plugs at the end of it do we do other we will plugs yeah or not? i'll, I'll get to it mm-hmm. but man that was really fun I, that was great that was a that was a fun first episode i i'm 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 glad we spent all our focus on Nintendo because otherwise we would have been going into hour two That's here a pretty very, shortly. Very big. We topic. went we went eighty minutes on Nintendo. We could have probably gone hundred and eighty minutes on Nintendo. I'm sure if we really wanted to, we could go into more. But I, you know, we'll and we will throughout throughout this year. There's going to be a lot from Nintendo, but there's going to be a, be a lot from the other. The other big guys that we need to talk well, about. Well, there's a lot to get into. I mean, I already know my topic for next week. Um, Ooh, don't spoil I'm it. I'm not going to. Don't but even spoil it to me. I know that that's going to be a big one. I'm very. I, it's something that I'm very excited about and also very passionate about. Good. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, that's going to be a good one. I'm I'm 90% sure I know what my topic is for next week. But nice. also the benefit of just it being us two hosts is that we can we can get to a couple <laughs> topics every week. So... We will, uh, we'll be, we'll be working on that. And I'm, I'm really excited, man. I'm really excited. It's a lot of fun. So for all of you that listened to this first episode, thank you so much. Uh, it's going to get, it's going to get better. This was, a obviously the first episode of any podcast. It's going to be a little rough, but we certainly had a lot of fun doing it. Um, just a few quick plugs. You can follow Blake and I on facebook at facebook.com slash two player split screen that's our podcast there's a hyphen in that one right? there is a hyphen in that one two dash player split screen you can also follow us on twitter at two split screen you can follow us as a group our entire collective at facebook.com slash six pack media that's kind of our whole collective we've got going on and then you can follow us on instagram at Two player split screen, and uh, we've got our whole collective uh, website coming in the next few weeks. Not going to plug that yet just because we don't have anything up for that. Uh, Blake and I will be back with our next episode of our podcast probably a week from today, I would assume. Yeah, hopefully, I hopefully, hope scheduling so. works out. But uh, myself, Drew Willers, Matt Kanopka, and Steve Cravens, we earlier tonight uh tuesday 
recorded our fourth episode of the 51 yard line and that's our sports podcast so if you're someone who likes video games and likes sports you'll there Which I you'll feel like is a very midwest thing i hate to interrupt you but no. I've, I've noticed that i feel like geeks from like chicago and indiana like the midwest in general are also really into sports good i hope so because we'd like we'd like all of you to listen to the book bo- to both so you can follow us you can follow that on facebook.com slash the 51 yard line so for my buddy blake schultz uh, yeah, guys, I think that's it. Also, thanks to, like, everybody. I spent all day doing, like, Twitter and Instagram and Facebook stuff, and I was like, we're going to have one follower by the end of this, and it's going to be me. We're at 25 on Instagram. That's great, Which dude. is five over what my goal was. Mm-hmm. We are 22 at Twitter, which was my unrealistic goal was 50. And we're at 64, which, frankly, if you're going to hit a number for a video game podcast on day one, I love that it's 64 because of the Nintendo that, 64. That is a thing of beauty to me my friend and i'm proud of you i'm proud i'm very proud of you for marketing your ass off all day i appreciate that thanks to everybody i'm gonna seriously guys thank you for that and we'll make sure we don't annoy you but we'll make sure we keep providing the content that uh that you want to see well and i i mean i want it to be like the facebook page at least i'm sorry i'm gonna go on a bit but Mm. i really want to build that as like a community so if people have like other stuff they want to talk about like what's going on with your gaming lives yep what you thought about our podcasts i just wanted to be like a discussion fun friendly environment i know i'll start talking forever on it so like let's do it man i think it's gonna be great it's gonna be fun man this is this is uh the beginning of our journey but it's it's gonna be a good one So, for my buddy Blake Schultz, for the entire Six Pack Media crew, I am Tyler Berry, and we will see you all next week.